0: You know, as we was up here praising and 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 worshiping God, you know, I I, I don't know whether you noticed, I was looking around a lot, and uh, I almost feel like I need to to reintroduce myself because of all the the faces that I, d- I don't recognize, uh, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's uh, it's been a while since I've I've been here. I'm generally in in uh, Golden City and uh we're we're watching you and uh you know they're just a lot of people that that I don't recognize so uh i'll I'll try to be back at the back door at the end of the service and and if I haven't met you, I would like for you to uh to come back and shake my hand and and uh we'll get to know each other don't don't get nervous here they're making a few. Uh, changes to the platform this morning. I, I there was a couple people that I warned and told them they needed to be sure and and put on some, re, you know, really look good today, because uh, you may you may be seen. Uh, if you can look in the mirrors and you can see yourself, you're in the right spot. You're in the right spot this morning. Glory to God. The, the title of the message this morning is, So Who Am I? Who am I? You know, many times we, we look at ourselves and, and we see ourselves in one way, but, but that's not really who we are. We either see ourselves better than what we really are, or we look at ourselves in the mirror and say, I can never measure up to who I think I need to be. So we're, and in each case, we're deceived. In each case, we're deceived. I want you to open your Bibles up. We're going to jump right into this this morning and uh, get going here. Turn to James chapter 1, and, and I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified Version here. And we're James 1, and we're going to start with verse 21. I'm going to read five, five verses of Scripture here. And, and we could teach about three weeks on each verse. So but don't get nervous. We're we're going to be out of here on time today. But but that's an encouragement for you to go home and dig into the word, dig into these five verses of scriptures and and see what it's saying to you. Verse twenty one it says, So get rid of all uncleanness and rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power to save your soul. Dear me, there is so much in that verse of Scripture. It's telling us what we need to get rid of. And it's telling us how, how to to get to a place of salvation, spirit, soul, and body. To receive the word that's been planted in your hearts. You know, I can remember as as a young boy growing up, probably, you know, maybe a little bit younger than these guys sitting on the front row here. You know, the word of God was sown into my heart several times you know, they had to do a replant. You know, farmers in here know what I'm talking about when when talking about replanting. The Word of God had to be replanted and planted in my heart several times before it took hold. But when it did, I received salvation because I acted on it. Verse 22. Let's go on or we'll be stuck on verse 21. But be doers of the word, obey the message. Be doers of the word, obey the message. And not merely listeners to it. Betraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. So what happens when we, we, when we hear the word, but we, we don't do it? We've deceived ourselves. We think we're someone that we're really not because we're deceived. Take a little side story here. When, when Suzanne and I first started coming here, and it's been several years ago now, not that long for some of you guys are old-timers. We're, we're not really old-timers. You know, I can remember some guy, and, and we'd been coming here about a year probably, give or take a little bit, and, uh, you know, someone in this church come up and said, man, you got a head of hair. So I wish I had hair like you had, you know, kind of like Nick or, or Bryce or, you know, somebody like that that's, you know, really got a head of hair, and, and, and you know, I bought into it. I, yeah, yeah, you know it." I've got a head of hair. And, um, you know, and, and a couple, two or three years went by, maybe maybe five years. And, and, and you know, I'd go outside in the summertime and, and without a cap, because a lot of times I'm really not a cap guy. You know, I just like to go out with, you know, no cap on. And, and man, it seemed like the, the sun was getting hot on on my head. You know, my head was kind of starting to burn a little bit and uh you know and I blamed it on global warming, <laughs> you know that you know there's there's more more sun rays getting through the atmosphere and, and and you know all this kind of stuff, but then one day you know i I looked in the mirror, you know I went over here and I, and I looked in the mirror, and you know everything's looking pretty good, you know but then you know i I looked in the mirror, you know I turned around like this with another you know a handheld mirror in my hand, and I looked behind me and I said, "Oh my gosh, what's going on back there <laughs> you know you've you've got a you've got a big hole in your head back there there's there's nothing but skin, and you know too many times." you know that's that's what we do with the word of god and 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 that'll make sense as we read read the next few verses back here but but I was I was pretending to be someone that I wasn't you know I was pretending to be a guy with a lot of hair on his head but that's not really who I was okay and, and as I look around I'm sure that there's a lot of guys that can can relate to that around here and I'm not going to name any names or, or anything like that Yeah, who cares? <laughs> in in verse verse 23 I think is where we're at. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it he is like the man who carefully looks at his own natural face in a mirror. Okay, here, here, here's the mirror part of it. For he thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. You know, that, that's just like me walking past this mirror. Yep, look pretty good. You know, look, looking good and just keep right on going. You know, so many times that's what we do with the Word of God. and But in verse 25, it says this, but, but he, or the one, who looks carefully into the faultless law, or looks into the Word of God, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it, and perseveres in looking into it, not being a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he shall be blessed in his doing, his life of obedience. As we look at, as we look at these verses of scriptures this morning, you know, we, we can see here, it, as we look into the word of God or into the mirror, we see who we really are. And it's just, not, it's just not an occasion that we pass by. We're, we're, just, we're just not a hearer of the Word on Sunday morning. But we're a hearer of the Word. And then Sunday afternoon on our way home, tomorrow morning when we get up, tomorrow, the next day, the next week, it becomes, it becomes a lifestyle. We're not just a hearer, but we're a doer of it. Because if we're just a hearer and, and not a doer, so many, it says we're deceived. You know, we, we, we really don't know who we are. It's just like you know, me. You know, For years, I thought I had a, a fantastic head of hair until I observed in the mirror you know, and really, really looked at it close. Did I see who I really was? The word will reveal to you who you are. That's good. You know, in, in Romans chapter 12, let's, let's flip over there real quick and, and, and look and see what that says. And we're going to look at verse uh, 2 and 3. And I'm going to read this out of the the King James. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. How do we do that? By looking at the word. By looking into the mirror of the word and letting letting the, the word of God change who we are. Change who we are. that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given to me that every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. You know, as, as we look into the Word of God, we can see who we are, and who we should be. You know, I, I knew a person here several years ago that that I respected, and, uh, and, and this person told me this, that, that they no longer needed to read and study the Word of God like they used to that all they needed to do was pray. And and prayer is important. You know, the Word of God says be constant, constantly in prayer. You know, and, and to pray, you don't have to get out on your knees. You can't get out on your knees. I've done it. I still do it. You know, you don't have to fold your hands. You don't have to be in church. But, you know, prayer is just a conversation with God, you know, it's just like you know, me and Mac, you know, sitting down to a cup of coffee or something, and and having a conversation, you know that that's what prayer is. Um, but anyway, you know, th- this person said that all they, you know, they needed to do was was pray that they didn't need to study and and meditate the Word. It wasn't long until that person had made some very wrong decisions because they were deceived. You know, they had stopped looking into the mirror of the Word and making the adjustments that needed to be made. You know, every one of us, um, you know, have adjustments that we need to make. We continually... Need to be looking into the mirror and changing what doesn't line up with the Word of God. You know, Pastor Kent here a week or so ago in in one of the staff meetings made this statement, and and I don't know whether Joe remembers it or or Norma, or Giselle, uh, but it, but it just you know it just really stood out to me, and he and and he said this. That it's time to get a hold of our tongue. Amen. You know, it, it's time to get a hold of our tongue. And, you know, and I don't remember, honestly, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but, but you know, that really, you know, just, just hit me. And it reminded me of, of some scriptures, reminded me of the Word of God which is the mirror that we need to be looking into, amen, Proverbs 10, verse 19, says this, in a multitude of words, there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise, in other words, you know, in the JPW version of this, it it would be, you know, where where there's a lot of talking going on, there's, Sin is not hard to find. But if you'll hold your tongue, you'll be a wise person. You know, you can also look in, in Proverbs uh, chapter 15, verse 1, where it says, a soft answer turns away wrath. You know, a gentle, you know, a gentle answer turns away wrath. we don't look into the mirror of the word to see what someone else needs to change you know we look into the mirror of the word to see what we need to change glory to God you know I don't think Suzanne's here if she was here I don't think she snuck in without me seeing her you know, here uh, in a couple of days we'll we'll have our anniversary, and and as I was studying studying this 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 week, and she's been gone all week, and I've had the house to myself, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more about that, but but you know, I I can I can look back at. At in, in our relationship and our marriage, and and when we were looking into the mirror of the word, you know, and and looking at the things that we needed to change and 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 make adjustments at, you know, there were times that that I was in the lead and I had a hold of her hand and and said, "This is the way we're going," you know. There were. Other times that I said, you know, I don't know whether this is this is what we need to be doing or not. And she was behind me pushing me saying this is the way we need to go. But as long as we kept our eyes in the on the mirror of the word of God. You know, when we came out on the other side, we were both hand in hand. You know, and, and that's the way it's supposed to work. That's the way it's supposed to work. You know, in, in Romans chapter 2 verse 13 in the Amplified it says, For it is not merely hearing the law or hearing the word that makes one righteous before God, but it is the doers of the law who will be held guiltless and acquitted. And, and justified. In Matthew chapter seven, you know this. This is the account of 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 the two guys building their houses, and the storm came, and and one stood, and one and one didn't. You know James seven twenty four. It says, "Therefore, whoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them." I will liken him to a wise man which built his house upon the rock. The rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it it fell not, for it was founded upon the rock. It was founded upon the rock. He was a hearer of the word. He was a hearer of the word. And when he looked into the mirror... He was comparing what he saw in the mirror with the word and whatever changes needed to be made. He made those adjustments. And when the storms of life came, his house did not fall. His house didn't fall. But then we've got this other guy here. It says, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell, and, the, and great was the fall of it. And, and as I was thinking about this and studying this and meditating on this, you know, you know Joe, I don't think that the second guy here really thought that that his i i don't i don't think he said well you know i'm going to build my house here on the sand and it it's going to be good it's going to be good nothing's going to happen to it you know we haven't had a flood like that for a thousand years you know i'm good right. i'm good. he thought he was doing the right thing. Right. Have you ever thought that You made a decision and you thought that you were doing the right thing but in the end maybe that wasn't the case you know i think that that's what this guy did you know i don't think he said well you know i'm going to build this house and the storm's going to come and it's going to be gone here in a few years but i'm just going to take my chances i'm going to take my chances i I don't think that that was his mindset But because he was a hearer of the word and not a doer of it, he was deceived. Remember what he said back there in James? You know, those that are, are hearers of the word only but don't do it, you know, they're deceived. He didn't spend time looking into that mirror of the word of God and making the adjustments that needed to be made. And saying, oh, you know, I don't believe this is a good place to build a house. I think we need to go up another, you know, 100 yards or whatever on top of the hill, you know, to get out of this potential floodplain here to build my house. You know, and I, and I looked up that word house. And, and it, the word house here, you know, in, in, in the Greek means a dwelling place. Or an abode. It 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 means means a household, including the whole family. You know, I think a lot of times when we read this, read this account in the Bible, that we just say, well, you know, the guy lost his house. He had a, you know, three thousand square foot house. You know, brick house, nice house. You know, and it was furnished, and he had a swimming pool in the backyard, and and so on and so forth, and. And, you know, the storm came and it blew the house away. And, you know, but that's not what this actually means. He lost everything. He lost his house. He lost his whole family. You know, I think we could, We. I don't think I'm stretching this too far, that he probably lost his whole business because... If he built his house on the sand, then that's probably the foundation that he had his business built on. He he lost everything. You know, and if we look at this, you know, in our lives, you know, the storm could have been sickness. You know, it it could have been family issues. It could be been financial destruction. We need to look at the Word and judge every, and judge every aspect of our life. We need to be encircled by the mirror of the Word. And we need to look at every part of who we are. You know, and, and if, if I could have done this this morning kind of like I, I would have liked to, you know, I'd had mirrors behind me. I'd had mirrors on the side of me, and I'd had mirrors on the in front of me. I'd been totally encircled by the Word of God, looking, and that way, you know, I could look I could look in this mirror up here, and I could see what's going on back here, or I can look over here, and if I'm looking here because of this mirror over here, I can see from that mirror what's going on this side. I wouldn't be deceived about who I was. You know, so many times we look we look at what we like to look at and what we don't like to look at we just ignore. And 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 that brings deception. Right. That brings deception. You know, another another good example of of a church. That's that's been deceived. Look in Revelation's chapter three, and we're going to start with verse fourteen. This this is the account of of the church of Laodicea, and it says and two. Revelations three fourteen, And to the angel, the messenger of the church in Laodicea, write these things. These are the words of the amen, the trusty, the faithful, the true witness, the origin and the beginning and the author of God's creation. So we, we, we get the picture here that this is, a, this is a letter from God to the church. Okay? And he's saying, I I know your record of works and what you are doing. You are neither hot nor cold. I would that you were hot or or cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. And, And in verse 17 is a key key scripture here because this is telling us what the church thought for you say I am rich I have prospered I've grown wealthy and I am need of nothing you know that's what the church that's how the church saw themselves you know kind of like the guy that I was talking about a while ago thought he had a full head of hair And because he hadn't been looking diligently into the mirror, didn't realize that he didn't have a full head of hair. You know, same same comparison here. You do not realize and understand that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. Here was what their condition, you know, they thought they were rich. They thought they had it going on. But in actuality, you know, they were in a mess. You know, I think they were deceived. Because they had left the, the foundation and the principles of the word of God. They had stopped looking at themselves in the mirror to see who they really were. And and making the adjustments that needed to be made, they just said, oh, "We're good, we're good, everything's cool, I'm good." In actuality, they weren't cool. You know, they weren't good. And and you know, it, it was going to cost them. You know, verse eighteen. And 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 we don't have enough time to to get into this, but you know there's some symbolism here. But it says, therefore, I counsel you to purchase from me. In other words, you know God is telling the church here, to here's what you need to do, and, and I'm your source. I'm your source. Purchase from me gold refined and tested by fire that you may be truly wealthy and white clothes to clothe you and to keep the shame of your nudity from being seen and salve to put on your eyes that you may see. Those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I tell their faults and convict and convince and reprove and chasten. I discipline and instruct them. So be enthusiastic, in earnest, and burning with zeal and repent, changing your mind and your attitude. Glory to God. He's saying, What you need here is more of me. You need my wisdom. If you go back to Proverbs, it, 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 it compares wisdom to as, as fine gold and silver. And his wisdom is only in his word. The, the white clothes here is a white robe of righteousness that he's talking about. Glory to God that Jesus purchased for us. You know, it's not because we're such hot rods that we have a white robe of, of righteousness. It's, it's, it's all about, about him. You know, and sometimes when we forget, you know, to look in the, in the mirror of the word of God, we, we, we start thinking we're all that. And it's because of what we're doing and it's not because of what we're doing or what we've done. It's because of what He done. Right. You know, and, and the changes that the Word brings in our life, when we look into the mirror of the Word and, and see that, oh, let me look over here. You know, there's, there's, there's something that I need to change here. You remember when the pastor said, you've got to watch your mouth. You've got to so- watch the... Watch the words of your mouth. You know, the, the words of your mouth can, can steal, and they can kill, and they can destroy people. So you got to watch the words of your mouth. <laughs> you know, the name of this guy is the Terror from the Deep. That's what the tag said on it when I bought it at Walmart. It says that it's, it's a terror from the deep. But when you look in the mirror, and, and and you're afraid, then then you need to get you need to make some adjustments. There's some stuff that you need to get rid of. <laughs> you, you you need to get rid of 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 the, the bad mouth, and you need to get rid of the fear. So we need to look at ourselves, you know, and I don't think there's anything else in there today. But, but, you know, we need to look in the mirror of the Word and, and get rid of what doesn't belong there. Yes, you know, and every one of us are there. Right. Every one is, of us has stuff that, that we don't need. You know, we can look in Psalms 91. You know, everybody loves Psalms 91. And it shows us who we can be and who we are in His presence. We can hide under the shadow of the Almighty. We just need to be sure that that's where we're at. You know. We can look at 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 Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight. You know, and it tells us about the blessings of Abraham. And if we look diligently into the mirror of the word, we can see who we can be. Right. You know, we're the head and not the tail. If we're looking in the mirror today and, and, and it doesn't look like that we're the head, but it looks like we're the tail, then, then there's some adjustments that we can make. Right. Good. If we look in the mirror of the word and, and see that maybe we're not healed, but the word of God says He sent His Word and He healed our body. Right. Right. You know, there's there's some adjustments we need to make. In in Haggai chapter one, verse six, and and. God has spoken to Haggai, the, the prophet, and you know the condition of Israel was in a mess. And in verse 6 it says, You have sown much, but you bring in little. You eat, but you don't have enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink, or you're still thirsty. You are clothed, but you're still cold, or you're not warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into bags with holes. And if if you look back there and and read read this, he has told them that that he wanted his people, his church, to to build to build the temple, to build the church, but they'd got they'd got focused on building their own houses and let the house of God go, go to waste. And, and you need to read, you know, the first chapter in, in Haggai. But then in Malachi, verse 3, verse or. Chapter 3, verse 6, it says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Even from the days of your father, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. In other words, he's saying, you haven't been looking into the mirror of the word of God to see what you're supposed to be doing. He says, return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, you, know, Wherein shall we return? You know, they're saying, well, where have we messed up? He says, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. It says, bring the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings more than you have room to receive. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and ye shall. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the fields. As the Lord of Hosts, and all the nations shall call you blessed. As, as we begin to close, and as the praise team wants wants to come up today, you know today. Is, is the day that we look into a mirror of the Word of God and, and repent for being deceived. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, sometimes I think you know, repentance has received a bad rap. You know, well, you know, if, if I go, go up and repent, somebody's going to think that I'm really bad. No, we've all, we've all missed it. We've all missed it. We all, there's, there's areas in our life that we all need to, to, to repent. We need to change and, and go a different direction. That, that's simply what that means. Today's the day of, that we need to repent. Today is the day that, that we, we need to come in before God in fervent prayer. You know, in James chapter 5, verse 16, it says this, Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slip-ups, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray for, an, for one another that ye may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of the righteous man if you're born again that's you makes tremendous power available glory to God and then when we've done that we need to go to Mark 16 and see who we are who the church should be as you look into the mirror of the Word of God, this is who we are. You know, don't worry about who somebody else is, but let's worry about who we are, because we're the we can change us. You know, I can't change Joe and Heather. You know, it's not my job to change them. My job is to to judge myself and look into the mirror of the Word of God and see what it says that Jim Worth is supposed to be doing. And it says, and and this is Jesus talking, he says, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Moi? Me? Me? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Here's what we need to be looking like. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Yes. Glory right. to God. That's, that's who we are. Right. We're the ones that goes out and proclaims the good news of the gospel. Right. You know, that word preach there just simply means to proclaim. Right. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to get up on a, a podium or a platform and, and do what I'm doing this morning. But you can proclaim the word of God at home, you know, at Walmart, at the gas station, you know, wherever you're at, you can proclaim the word of God. Sure. And you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You know, sometimes that's intimidating. But as we look into the, to the mirror, of the Word of God, that's we we need to see ourselves as the way God sees us. Right. We need to see ourselves the way God sees us, and not be just a hearer of the Word, but be doers of the Word. Because if we're just hearers of the Word and not doers of the Word, we're deceived. If you've heard the word of of salvation this yesterday, two weeks ago, six years ago, doesn't make any difference, but you have never acted upon it, you have never been a doer of what it said that you needed to do to be born again, I'd invite you to come up this morning. Today's your day. Today's your day. And it it's you know, it it's it's not a you shouldn't be embarrassed, you shouldn't be embarrassed because it's starting a new life, my brother and sister. If there's other areas in your life that that, as you looked in the word of God and you see that you need to change and you need to repent, I'd invite you to come to the to the altar this morning and say, "God, I'm sorry, you know." I've just chosen not to look because I didn't like what I saw. But I repent this morning. You know, I'm going to... You know, today, we're going to start changing this. You know, and and it's a process. It's a daily looking into the mirror of the Word of God. But if there's an area in your life that you need to, to change and to, you know, repent and pray about you, I, I would invite you to come this morning.